Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. I expose people to magic. I expose them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives, and I gave that to them. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. That's how I roll. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Radical people like Sean Penn and Mel Gibson and Colin Farrell and Pedro Fernandez. Radical people. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking through all the boxing and MMA. Straight up is true. My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airways, having defended that title now for better than three decades. And straight up today, I bring you a man that has a winning record against Mike Tyson. Think about that. How many men in this world hold a winning record against Mike Tyson? I'm going to give you an added clue. It's more than one fight. I'm not just talking about Buster Douglas, who beat him 1-0. and Of course, the meltdown in Tokyo back in 1990. Somebody that beat him two times. Wait, wait. Not Evander Holyfield. Evander Holyfield beat him two times, two out of three times. Take that back. Two out of two times. But who's the man that beat Mike Tyson two out of three times? He'll be up in about 15 minutes right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. We do have open phone lines coast to coast. I invite you to join the fray. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Lots of boxing to talk about. Of course, we're going to spend some time with, as I said, the Olympic gold medalist from 1984, Mr. Henry Tillman, in about 15 minutes. So we'll almost do all boxing for the last half hour. Do some MMA at the end. UFC 189 in the bank. Uh, Conor McGregor, the champion. Of course, the interim champion. But Jose Barrio, I mean Jose Aldo, still the man at 145. Ronda Rousey, all kinds of stuff in the news. And men, black men, having a problem with Ronda Rousey. You're tuned to Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and the American Forces Network. Running your own business, you're bound to be busy. Too busy. Too busy worrying about your budget. Too busy scheduling appointments. Too busy to build a website for your business. And because you're too busy, it has to be easy. And that's where Wix.com comes in. With Wix.com, it's easy for you to create your stunning website. Go to Wix.com and create your website today. It's easy and free. That's Wix.com. Not all waters are created equal, and that's why everyone from athletes and celebrities to weekend warriors are choosing Alchemy. It's the ultimate health and wellness water. Alchemy hydrates you faster, helps balance your body's pH levels, stimulates your metabolic function, and is clinically proven to boost the immune system. Plus, Alchemy's patented water is rich in bioavailable oxygen to improve vitality and performance. Available at select retailers and online through Amazon at alchemywater.com. That's A-L-K-A-M-E-Water.com. 
Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the Sports Talk host. I can talk about all sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. Attention catheter users, stop reusing dirty catheters. Catheters are now disposable. Recent changes in Medicare now allow patients up to 200 disposable catheters a month, all at little or no cost to you. We bill Medicare. Put an end to the mess and risk of infection by using old catheters. Just use a catheter once and throw it away. Eliminate trips to the pharmacy and insurance paperwork. Shipping is free. Receive a free catheter sample by calling and joining Medical Direct Club right now. Call 1-800-399-9018 to receive your free catheter sample discreetly delivered right to your door. That's 1-800-399-9018. 1-800-399-9018. Call 1-800-399-9018 today. Deductibles and copays apply. Free catheter samples require qualified membership. Sample will arrive with 90-day order. Tyson has taken some big punches. James Douglas is not a great puncher, but but he's a 230-pound man throwing some hard stuff. And Tyson, to his credit, has stood in there and taken the punches. Oh, what a right hand by Tyson to begin the 10th round. Emphasis on man, Larry. This has been an inspired, courageous performance by a man whose mother has died within the past month whose son's mother is battling a difficult kidney ailment, who had every reason to come into this bout depressed and downtrodden, chosen by no one to have a chance of getting out of the first few rounds, and he has thoroughly dominated Mike Tyson with the exception of the moment when he went down. Well, the other day, John Johnson's uh, Douglas' manager, and Douglas himself said, I am a new person now, and apparently he is. He's been a whole different person than the one every boxing expert expected to see here. It appears that Tyson is virtually a one-eyed fighter at this point. A desperate one-eyed fighter. Rolling willingly just to try to get in the shot that will finish things in. Oh, the uppercut. What an uppercut by Douglas. And down goes Tyson. It's over. It's over. Mike Tyson has been knocked out. Unbelievable. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I'm just ready to get it on and crush this guy's skull. Check it 13 and a half minutes past the hour. This is the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the Saturday edition. Of course, we come to you Saturday and Sunday. 
11 a.m. Pacific time Saturday for an hour. We come by both boxing and MMA. And then on Sunday, we go at 11 a.m. Pacific time with an hour of boxing and an hour of mixed martial arts. And tomorrow, I think we'll have Cutman Jake Duran for the entire hour as far as the MMA is concerned. Straight up. And the boxing looks like Paco Valcarcel, the president of the World Boxing Organization. Mr. Francisco Valcarcel in the house tomorrow live on Ring Talk Live Worldwide beginning at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Of course, we air Mondays. On the Sirius XM Satellite Radio Network, of course, at 5 p.m. Pacific time. Straight up, we're talking Henry Tillman in about 15 minutes. Goes, man, maybe less than that, about eight, nine minutes now. Of course, the man that, born in 1960, man, is only 55 years old. Young guy running a gym down in Southern California. Of course, an Olympic gold medalist. Fighting Mike Tyson twice in the amateurs. Beating him both times, 4-1 to one on one scorecard. Uh, on, as far as the judges were concerned, 4-1. And the other was 5-0, unanimous. So, straight up. Mr. Tillman's got a lot to talk about. Of course, losing to Mike Tyson as a pro when Mike Tyson was a savage. And Henry was really a cruiserweight. Henry was a small, small heavyweight. Of course, Henry took out one of my spar mates up here in Northern California. And I told him not to take the fight. Listen to this. We're at Newman's gym and we're sparring one day. And somebody says to me, you know, uh, Pedro, remember Henry Tillman? I said, oh, yeah, Henry and I were together in the Olympic training camp in 1984. He goes, yeah, well, Bashar Ali's going to fight him. I said, don't, don't do that. I said, you know, don't do that. I said, don't, don't underrate Henry at Cruiserweight. He'll, he'll crunch Bash Ali. I mean, Bash can't fight. Bash Ali had a bad leg. I think it was his bad, I think it was his, his right foot. He couldn't, he had to drag his right foot everywhere, sort of like he was crippled or something like that. Something was wrong with his right foot. So I knew all you had to do was move to the left on him, and you could gangster slap him all day in the gym. I mean, all day. Just move to the left, and that, just never move to the right. Never move to the right, and you would beat Bash Ali. Of course, Carlos Del Leon beat him. Couple other guys, but Henry Tillman in there and crunch him in one round, and that was when uh, <laughs> when uh, Sonny Marson. I tried to sell Sonny. Sonny was the trainer and the coach of uh, Bash Ali, and I tried to tell him, man, don't do this. And Sonny says, "Hey, I know boxing. I know what I'm doing." Well, that was your one shot at the big time, Sonny, and you flopped miserably. Now let's talk about, of course, at uh, just a little bit uh, noon Pacific time. Take that back. Yeah, noon. No, like one Pacific time, uh, four Eastern time today. Boxing, of course, on CBS. And pretty good guy, Carl Frampton. Frampton comes alive. No, I'm not talking about Peter Frampton and that both multi-multi-million-dollar selling album, of course, that was overtaken, I think, by Michael Jackson's Thriller. But straight up, Frampton does come alive. The guy's from the U.K. He's unbeaten. He can fight. I mean, when I saw him stop a guy by the name of uh, Jeremy Perotti, I guess about four or five fights ago with a body shot, and Perotti came in like a 37-1, not much of a puncher, 37 to 1 out of France with like nine whacks. But when he did him, the when he did him the way he did and ended it with a, such an exclamation mark and then taking apart Chris Avalos, who's pretty a pedestrian fighter, but a good fighter, deserves to be world ranked. Um, I said to myself, you know what? Carl Frampton is the real deal. And he looks good at 122. Now, 122, of course, has got Guillermo Rigano, the two time Olympic gold medalist, the world champion, the man. At 122, but now he's moved up to 126 to take on a guy that's only got a, like four fights. I'm talking about Vasil Lomachenko, of course, the WBO 126-pound champion, former two-time uh, Olympic world champion. I mean, this guy, both these guys got hella credentials. I mean, this is this would be a, a match made uh, basically for the record books because you've got two Olympic gold medalists and world champions going toe-to-toe at 126. Uh, Lomachenko says that he welcomes the challenge at 126, uh, Guillermo Rigano says he'll be stronger at 126. We'll see what happens. Of course, Rigano coming on the scene, in my mind, really early, like, you know, four or five fights, you realize this guy was world-class, former world champion, amateur champion. But when he did that number on Nonito Donaire, and, I mean, he did a he dismantled 
No, he dismantled the Filipino flash. There was no flash that night. The flash was broken on the don't air camera. I mean, he just couldn't deliver that night. And the reason was that Rigano is just too much unbeaten. People say he's unentertaining and this and that. Well, you know, uh, he, he goes down, he gets up. I mean, what more do you want? He goes down, he gets up, and he continues to win. Give him his props. He is the reigning 122-pound champion moving up to 126. Now, today, Carl Frampton, you know, Frampton comes alive, per se, because he's taking on a guy that really can't fight all that well, and Alejandro, I think, Martinez or Gonzalez, and, and it's not all Martinez, Gonzalez. It really doesn't matter. You know why? No, I'm not being racist here, is that the guy couldn't lick a stamp if he wet his tongue. I looked at his resume yesterday. In fact, I did the article at ringtalk.com. You can check it out, R-I-N-G-T-A-L-K, ringtalk.com. I did the article, and, I mean, the guy just can't punch. I mean, the guy has no chance. And when you look at the uh, the guys in which he's fought, I mean, they're 1-16 and 9-9, and, nine and, nine and I mean, just a whole, whole lot of horrible, horrible records. So what I'm trying to tell you is that this is a fight uh, that Carl Frampton is supposed to win and look very impressive. Of course, he will have the people back in the uh, the U.K. watching. It'll probably be about 8 o'clock at night, so they'll get to watch it at a decent hour. They'll do great ratings back there. They'll do decent ratings up here. They call him the Jackal, uh, but he's for real. I mean, he really is for real. And of course, Lomachenko, I mentioned him 4-1, and one, two KOs. And, and you know, Rogano, Rogano's, he's a man at 122 until Carl Frampton came along, and that was going to be the fight, him and Carl Frampton. Leo Santa Cruz, I sort of move him out of the picture here because Santa Cruz is not doing enough to make a statement. In other words, he's sort of like, yeah, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. But he's really not saying, boom, boom, I'm here. Okay? So, eh, kind of move him out of the way. Uh, of course, uh, the British champion, now 20-0, 14 KOs. Frampton won the IBF Laurel from Kiko Martinez. And Kiko Martinez is fighting over in the U.K., I think, against Paul Sprigg today, or one of the guys over there today. So, Kiko's getting around. But the bottom line is he beat Chris Avilos, 25-2, now 25-3, 19 KOs in in February and finishing with a TKO in five. I think he's the real deal. Alejandro Gonzalez, I said, 28-1, a draw in 15 whackouts. Numbers-wise, hey, that sounds good, right? But as I said, look at the resume, and there are more stiffs present than in the Chicago morgue on a Sunday morning, 2015. I kid you not. Uh, the Mexican won't last a route. Of course, there's a CBS undercard, Chris Ariola, another Mexican, uh, Mexican-American. Of course, he thought to be the first Mexican-American heavyweight champion not to be. Loves to hang out at the taco truck. In fact, him and him and uh, Kane Velasquez, the USC heavyweight champion, have a franchise. Yeah, they call them the 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 taco truck kings because that's where they've been hanging out. Taco trucks. In fact, Ariel was on his show about, I guess, three or four years ago when he was with Dan Goosen, Goosen Tudor Promotions, and he said, "I said, so well, what's training like for you?" He goes, "Well, I get up in the morning, I have a beer, I walk around the block, and then I go down to the taco truck." And then you know, looking at his body for those few of those fights, that's exactly what he did. If he, even if he did, you know, I don't think he walked down to the taco truck. I think he drove down because he didn't get any exercise. The guy looked like a slob. Anyway, what he's now, 36 and 4, 31 wax. This is the prelim tonight and this afternoon. He's taking on a guy that's named Fred Cassie, 18 and 3, 10 KOs. Hey, sounds impressive, right? Had a three-year hiatus and 11 years as a pro, but, you know, he only had one good guy on his record, and that's like Mike Tyson lookalike Lionel Butler. Remember Lionel? Lionel took, about, took apart Terry Davis. Over in uh, Richmond, California, caused a riot one night. And of course, that was a big riot. and went outside, and all the cars had their tires slit, so we weren't promoting in Richmond anymore. But anyway, Lionel Butler was a Mike Tyson lookalike. And when he was in shape, he was a really good-looking fighter. He could punch. He could take a punch. Uh, but he got fat. And when I saw him in, uh, in Sacramento, it was a fight, Lennox Lewis, I called that fight for international television. 
and he was just an obese. I didn't recognize him. Get this. I walked in the room, and I didn't realize it was Lionel Butler. Having been around Butler and rapped with him and played with him and fooled around and jived with him, all that kind of good stuff, I didn't know it was Lionel Butler. Having been the ring announcer for Lionel Butler, I did not know it was Lionel Butler. I kid you not. Well, he was with Pepe Correa, who uh, of Sugar Ray Leonard fame. I said to myself, man, this, this, is a, this is a tank job waiting to happen. And he went out there and, you know, he flopped like a fish against Lennox Lewis. Lennox in between heavyweight championships at that point. But Lennox smoked him, smoked him like a bud. I mean, just smoked him like a bud. No question about it. But Fred Cassie, Fred Cassie's probably not going to go the distance here. Two fights uh, on paper that look somewhat competitive, but in reality, they don't look so competitive. So if you want to watch this fight today, I say right on CBS television, 1 p.m. Eastern time. Take it back, 1 p.m. Pacific time, 4 p.m. Eastern time, CBS television, right on Al Heyman. Al Heyman's LLC, of course, bringing us boxing free on free television. Can't get world championship fights of uh, the Hagler-Hearns caliber every week, but folks, just getting fights on TV is worth the wait. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Next up, the great, the Henry Tillman, Olympic gold medalist, Amanda Jose, winning record against the great Mike Tyson. You are tuned to Ring Talk. Check it. Live Worldwide 22. Make it 23 minutes past the hour. We all know health care has changed drastically. It's quite the puzzle to sort through your options and find a health insurance plan that's affordable and maximizes your benefits. And you're now required by law to have health insurance or you may pay a tax penalty. So let the Health Markets Insurance Agency help you. They offer plans from over 120 different companies and can even help you obtain government subsidies. Let them do all the research for you and show you how affordable health insurance can be. A service that's at no extra cost to you. Call now and learn your options to find affordable health insurance. 800-614-1242. 800-614-1242. Health Markets Insurance Agency is a DBA or assumed name of Insphere Insurance Solutions, Inc., which is a licensed insurance agency in all 50 states and D.C. Not all agents are licensed to sell all products. Service availability varies by state. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Do you know which investment has tripled in price since the debt crisis and risen an average 20% a year for 11 years? It's not stocks, not bonds. It's silver. And right now, we at Lear Capital believe silver is poised to hit new record highs. And we're making it easier to own than ever. For a limited time, new customers with $5,000 or more to invest in gold or silver can get up to 10 certified Morgan Silver Dollars absolutely free. 
That's right, up to 10 100-year-old Morgan Silver Dollars when you invest $5,000 or more. A $600 value free. This offer is available for IRA accounts as well. Call right now, 800-631-9229-800-631-9229-800-631-9229. Call Lear Capital now, 800-631-9229. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You know, this isn't fantasy football. Ah, the late, great Biggie Smalls. Christopher Wallace, may he rest in peace. And you know he was shot by an L.A. cop, right? You look it up. All kinds of conspiracy theories regarding that. Suge Knight, P. Diddy, all that kind of good stuff. The rap wars back in the days. You are tuned to Ring Talk. Live worldwide, you're inside looking at the world of boxing. This segment will talk USC 189 and 190. Of course, USC Fight Night as well. Frank Muir reemerging as the uh, man, I mean the man at heavyweight in the uh, world UFC ratings, of course, knocking out. Man, he just scored an apprent- tremendous knockout this week, and he's just the man. I mean, he was supposed to lose against Todd Duffy, and he smoked Todd Duffy like a New York City blunt. Speaking of a uh, New York City blunt and smoking people, my next guest was an Olympic gold medalist, and he won the gold medal in his hometown of Los Angeles. And get this, he has a winning record. He is one of two men in the world that have fought Mike Tyson more than once and have a winning record over Mike Tyson 2-1. and one. Henry Tillman, the great Henry Tillman. Welcome to Rig Talk, Henry. Hey, how you doing, Pedro? Pretty good, man. Henry, I got to tell the story, man. Well, of course, we were back in the days when you and I met back in the amateurs, like around 78, 79, but when we was hooking, and by 80, and then we was hooking it up in 84, we were in, in, in Colorado Springs, and they didn't make you heavyweights get up at 4 o'clock and run in the morning, but they made us junior welterweights get up at 4.30 and run, and then you used to come out at 11.30 and 12, and I'd come back from lunch, Henry. I'm coming back from lunch. You're just getting up. <laughs> You know, they had us on different uh, running schedules. That's all it was. No, it was that you guys didn't have to make weight. That is most definitely that. Yeah, you, you got... guys did. Sometimes, like, I, like uh, Mel Gutierrez and Paul Gonzalez, we catch a run two times a day sometimes. Yeah, I know. I know. Paul, yeah. down. Paul, of course, fought at one. You know, speaking of Paul Gonzalez, were you surprised that Paul Gonzalez, of course, the, the Olympic gold medalist, but the man, he, he was supposed to win, like, all these world titles, and he won none. Was that sort of shocking? Well, Paul had bad hands, you know, it, it, going in. His hands was really fragile and amateur. He broke his hands two or three times a piece. Mm-hmm. And so it, that, that kind of, like, uh, stunted his career. Hmm, interesting, interesting. Who was, that cop that hand, who was that cop that was handling him down there? Remember that cop's name? Oh, Al Frankie. Is that guy still alive? Yeah, yeah he's still alive. Uh-huh. Wow, what a he trip. He was all down in uh, Crocker's Venezuela, and uh, Al got it, too, with some cats down there. <laughs> okay. What about Paul Banky? Is Paul Banky still alive? Yeah, Paul. He's still alive. I just saw Paul at the uh, Hall of Fame, Box Hall of Fame, about a month ago. Huh. They inducted me uh, in October 24th of this year. Okay. We're talking We're talking with Henry Tillman, folks, Olympic gold medalist, of course, 1980-84. Henry, does it seem that long ago, 84? It's just, to me, it seems like yesterday. Was that because you and I were involved with it? or Because or, some people say, geez, that was like almost 35 years ago. What do you think? No, it's, it's, no, we're right. It seemed like it was yesterday. I mean, every time I go down there near the Coliseum on the, the uh, sports arena, which I was there this past weekend, because you know they're about to tear the sports arena down and make it out of a hockey field. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm not, yeah. I'm, I'm not thrilled with that because I tell you, I did a couple fights there as far as television, but the fight that I saw there I thought that was really cool was when Roberto Duran came back and fought Pepino Cuevas down there. Mm-hmm. 
And Pepino yeah. Cuevas hit Roberto Duran with his big old mean left hook about the third round. And I mean, it was one of the best left hooks you could ever throw in your life. And Duran just like snickered at him. And I said, that's his ass. And that was, that was it. He just walked through Cuevas after that. Yeah, Roberto Duran was no joke then. Well, maybe the greatest fighter of all time, Henry. Well, uh, Roberto Duran? Yeah. Maybe. He's in the top five, most definitely. No doubt about that. Henry, tell me, winning the Olympic gold medal at home in L.A. at at such a time when boxing was, like, mainstream, what was it like? Well, it it was more gratifying to me because, you know, all the people that said I would amount to nothing and said I was the most likely to fail and everything got to see me do it at home without me having to say I told you so. You know, my actions spoke. And then, and then make it even better than that. My school teacher that did believe in me and, you know, and helped me in different situations and times of my life got to see me succeed. And so just on things like that was better find my parents, my brothers and my sisters, you know, and other family members, you know, cousins and so on and so forth was actually there. So that made it, uh, you know, it's like you sharing something really good with all these different people. You know, Henry, you know, when I was going going up and doing this and, I think the fight game helped instill discipline in me and, and, and a lot of good things, but it was the opposite. You know, people talk about peer pressure and, and smoking weed and drinking late at night and things like that. At 10 o'clock, my buddies would say, hey, go to bed. They would send me home. Right, yeah. They, they saw you trying to do something positive and good. Yeah, and, and then they'd be waiting for you when you'd road work at 5 o'clock in the morning. They didn't go to sleep. They'd still be up. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, looking at the Olympics now. Khalid Sikh, you beat him from India, beat a guy named Tavita Tafu. He was from Tonga. Uh, referee stopped both those fights. Then you beat uh-huh. Angelo Moscone on, on a decision from Italy. But Willie DeWitt, now Willie DeWitt, was th- he was supposed to beat you. Well, you know, he had beat me four times before this. That's what I'm trying to say. Let me Bring me, in, bring me up to date on this. Well, you know, Willie had beat me in the uh, Commonwealth Games. And then we had fought in an uh, international bout, and some other kind of uh, international tournament we fought in, and it beat me. And then the last time I fought him before, I was in the same ring at the uh, in the finals of the World Championships in April that year, 84. And I knew I'd beat Willie. And they gave, like you said, he was the favorite. So all he had to do was be on his feet. And they gave him the decision. And I told him when I did it now, I said, you'll never beat me again. Just like that. <laughs> and it just so happened, Faith had it. We met in the finals of the Olympics. You know, you talked earlier about, about proving people wrong. You know, a lot of that, how can I put this? People are trying to sell, sell athletes short and try to sell people short. They don't know what we go through. They don't know the, the miles of running the hills and, and how your legs hurt and your stomach hurts. And sometimes, you know, when you got to make weight, you don't eat for a while. You don't eat right and things like that. They just have no idea what the sacrifices involve. And it kills me that people say, oh, oh, that guy, he's a bum. He's a bum. You know, I mean, you know, I want to jump up and grab somebody by the throat and say to a man, you couldn't lick a stamp if I wet your tongue. Okay. And That's this right. Man, and this man's climbing up the steps to do battle. Yeah. And, and it's like I tell my fighters now that I train. I say, listen, man, you, once you go over that rope right there, remember, you get that last step, I turn around and go back down. You go through the rope. Yeah. So, you know, you carry in there what we worked on, and you just utilize it in the ring. You just do what you've been practicing to do. That's all you have to do. Hmm. Corner men no are more, no best. Yeah, Henry Tillman's our guest, Olympic gold medalist. We're going to carry Henry, Henry for another segment here on Ring Talk Live, or why we do have open phone lines. Coast to coast, 
1-800-878-7529. The Skype line is happening as well, so you can do like this 21st century type of thing. You can use your computer or your, your all this kind of crazy. So anyway, Skype addresses sports byline and the number who sports byline and the number two. Before we get to the Tyson stuff, and of course the Pan Am games, all that kind of good stuff, what are you doing right now, Henry? Tell me about the gym real quick. We'll go into this big time in our next segment. Tell me about the gym in L.A. Where is it at? Uh, I'm in Carson, California, right across the street from City Hall and the Sheriff's Department on that line of Carson Street. This is my third year I'm going into right now. And, uh, we have about 19 amateurs and about eight, nine pros. And uh, Charles Martin is our major pro here. He's heavyweight rated number two in the world, 21 and over, 19 knockouts, 6'5 and a half, 242. He's a softball. You going to get him on my show soon? Yeah, I, you know what? I called Charles this morning to answer because he got a little time off. He's going to fight September 11th okay. on NBC All right. Sports. So, speaking of NBC Sports, man, the godfather, Al Heyman, people knock him, man. I'm giving him props, but people are knocking He's him. He's doing a great job. Hey, but here's what's up. It's the boxing establishment that I've been, you know, Henry, you know I've been fighting these guys. I took Bob Arum to court and beat him in the lawsuit and this kind of stuff. The only writer uh-huh. ever to do that. What I'm trying to say is, you know I've been going head on with this boxing establishment for a long time. And now Al Heyman is taking on the boxing establishment. And guess what? They're striking back. You know what they're saying? You know what Bob Arum said about him? He said he pays fighters too much money. You see, I heard uh, Louis Farrakhan on the radio, not on the radio, but on the internet. On, I think it was YouTube or something like that. About four days after the Mayweather fought. And he said, isn't it strange? That Mayweather got rid of that white man, and now he made two hundred seventy million dollars. Well, good point because you know Miguel Cotto, the uh, the current reigning linear world middleweight champion out of Puerto Rico, of course, now fighting for Jay Z and Rock Nation Sports. He made more money in two fights after his first two fights after leaving top rank. He made more money in those first two fights than he made in his entire career before then, mm-hmm. and he had like thirty fights. Because they take all of the lion's share. Man, that's crazy. Henry Tillman's our guest. Check it. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Little Tower of Power taking us to break. Of course, you can check out my work with the greatest soul band in the world at TowerofPower.com. Go to the message board. Check out Pedro's Song of the Month. we got a concert up there, a live concert. Circa 1980. No, take it back. Circa 1989. Tower of Power back in the day. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 1-800-878-7529. That's one 800 878 Don't forget, I'm back as Johnny Taco tonight, 10 p.m. Pacific time, live on Sports Overnight America, the weekend edition when I take it to the I take it to the limits, folks. Take it to the limits. All sports talk tonight. Sports Overnight America, 10 p.m. Pacific time, live right here on Sports Byline. Are you tired of network announcers who are clearly pulling for the other team? Check out Rabble.tv, a new kind of television experience where you are in control of the audio. Rabble.tv allows users like you to broadcast your insights and opinions about sports and entertainment, free from the restraint of network predictability. Rabblers are creating a fresh new type of audio entertainment. Mute your TV and do your own play-by-play, provide running commentary, or just banter with your buddies. Or you can listen to other fans who love your team as much as you do. It's live. It's new. It's Rabble. Rebel.tv. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website 
for free, just like they did for these Web.com customers. We've used and, and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can have your website built for free and up and running in as little as seven days. Plus, promote your site on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call now to get your website built for free. If after 30 days you're happy with your new website, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for just one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call 855-254-SITE. 855-254-SITE. 855-254-7483 or go to web.com slash radio. There is no upfront charge for building the website after which the ongoing fee applies. Rights to the website are relinquished upon cancellation unless otherwise purchased. Plaster is a portable spittoon and the ultimate accessory for smokeless tobacco users. It's easy to conceal in a pocket and discreet enough to be used in public without unwanted attention. You can palm it, twist the top, and empty your mouth in one smooth motion. Available in an extensive selection of sleek designs, Plasters feature the exclusive thumb lock twist cap for one-handed use. This innovation virtually eliminates the risk of spills, making it ideal where you are on the go. It's great for NASCAR races, hunting, fishing, and more. Visit Flasser.com or call 1-800-476-5608. If you like painting and saving, ask Sherwin-Williams and save 40% on paints and stains during our four-day super sale, July 17th through the 20th. With 40% off our exceptional paints and stains and 30% off painting supplies, you can give your whole home a color makeover. But hurry, these savings are so super, they won't be around for long. Find your nearest store at sherwinwilliams.com sale. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. When you work out, you give it your all. At the gym or outdoors, it's intense, impactful, nonstop. You need a headphone that keeps up and won't fall out. With iSport, you get pure monster sound, a comfortable fit, washability, and control talk at your fingertips so you don't miss a call. Choose from a range of noise isolations with iSport Intensity, Victory, and Strive, or go wireless with iSport Freedom. Monster iSport, the athlete's headphone. Available at Target and Best Buy or online at monsterproducts.com. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Better grab me quick before my knees give way. Y'all clap your hands, don't look at me, come on. Hey. Ain't this the truth? A little knowledge is a dangerous thing, especially in the hands of a female. Speaking of females, uh, Ronda Rousey causing a stir on the internet. Dissed Floyd Mayweather a little bit this week. Said, uh, I guess I'm the first woman to ever beat Floyd Mayweather when she took the Best Fighter Award at the 2015 ESPY Awards. And some of the people said that she disrespected Floyd Mayweather. Of all the people in the world to be disrespected, how can you disrespect the king of disrespect himself, Mr. Floyd Mayweather? That was that was a bit hysterical. Of course, the story is that ringtalk.com, R-I-N-G-T-A-L-K, ringtalk.com, as will the show... The show will be up on ringtalk.com probably within 12 to 15 hours. And, of course, iTunes and Stitcher.com and TuneIn.com, and I'll send Henry a copy of that. Henry, what's the name of the gym down there? It's across the street from the uh, sheriff's office and city hall down there in Carson. Uh, Henry Tillman Championship Boxing Club. Okay, now you got a website? Yeah, HenryTillman.com. Right on, HenryTillman.com. I guess, are you in the gym right now? Yeah. Are you being raided by the police, or is that some type of bell? No, that's uh, my cell phone ring. 
I'll uh, sit back and message him. I'll call back later. All right. Uh, let me get real quick. Today in the uh, in the UK, there's a big big weekend in the UK as far as boxing is concerned. Of course, you've got uh, Peter Frampton going on American television. Take that back. Carl Frampton going on American television today. Scott Quiggs to defend that WBA Super Bantamweight title against Kiko Martinez. Of course, two guys at 122 hooking it up in England. That's the big fight. Scott Quigg and Carl Frampton, I guess, eventually. But they are hooking it up today in Manchester, UK. You can go to your websites and figure out how to. If you don't know how to watch fights on the Internet yet, I can't explain it on the Internet because I think it's sort of like stealing. You ever watch fights on the Internet? Yeah. You know some of that stealing, right? Well, I mean, I, I, I'm not a computer literate. I am exactly. You and, thank you. Thank you. You and me both, Henry. We don't know. We don't know. Don't Somebody's, know. Somebody sends us the link. We get to watch a fight, right? There you go. I mean, that's just, that's, just the, that's just the way it is. But I can't sort of like, I can't foster that and sponsor that here on the air because I think they would come down on me hard. So I'm not going to say that. But there are websites. And if you go around the world, you can sort of figure this out in England, in Ireland, in Italy, and things like that, in Europe, and in Russia as well, that will allow you to watch fights on pay-per-view on the Internet here in the United States. I'm sorry to say that, but that's just the way it is. And if you're spending hundreds of dollars each week and each month on all these fights, you now know. Anyway. I think they're just streaming it, right? They're streaming it, exactly. Henry, do, yeah. you, get it, do you get in the UFC at all? Not really. I, I don't. I mean, like I, I trained a couple of UFC guys. Uh, I trained Keish, the, the middleweight from Korea. I mean, the heavyweight from Korea. And uh, what's the other heavyweight? Josh. Josh Barnett? Josh Perot. Josh Perot. Correct. Yeah. You, you I know, trained him just for hands. You didn't want to get their hands together. You do realize, yeah. though, Henry, that, that outside, of, if, if if we couldn't fight them just with our hands, they would probably smash us up and take us to the ground. You realize that, right? Oh, yeah, break your neck. Yeah, I mean, yikes, man. I mean, this Ronda Rousey chick, of course, she's like annihilating people left and right. She's throwing boys around the gym. She's throwing 300-pound men around at WrestleMania and this and that. And guys are insecure. You know, Henry, men are insecure over this. When I go into the hood, I go to Oakland. There's a place that I go to Oakland, and there's a little barbecue over in Oakland. I go over there, and we kick back, and we we, um, enjoy some herbs. And we talk about things and this, that, and boxing, this, that. And all these guys, they quote, this so-and-so ain't nothing. You know what I'm saying? They really dogged her in this. I mean, they really dogged her. When she's unbeaten, she's a monster. And Mike Tyson said, you know, that she's she's the closest thing to him she's he's ever seen in his life. Yeah. I mean, she's a monster, man. Twelve. No UFC guys, no joke. Yeah, the UFC guys, no joke. Now, let's talk about you fighting Mike Tyson. Uh, you fought him twice in the amateurs. Was right. there any? Did you know about him before you fought him the first time? Was there a lot of fanfare to people? Were people talking about Mike Tyson then? Well, yeah, they was talking about this young prodigy, prodigy coming up from the uh, Junior Olympics that he won the Junior Olympics that year in '82, mm-hmm. and they was talking about him possibly, but they was talking about him going super heavyweight. I was heavyweight at the time, mm-hmm. so that's when I started out. I started out super heavyweight, but only weighed like two hundred six pounds, so they had me come down to two hundred one pounds. And then that figure, Tyrell Biggs was a man, super heavyweight. And me, with the lack of experience that I had at that time, uh, when I hit Colorado Springs, I only had like 13 or 14 fights. And so they was like, what is he doing? He's just a novice. And Pat Nappy, who was a uh, yep. national coach at the time, he took me under his wing. He just started sending me all over the country, in and out the country, just fighting international fights. Cuba, Russians, Germans, you know, Bulgarians, Venezuelans, you know. The Dominicans just fight. 
and I was getting a lot of experience because back then, Cuba's wrestlers and Germans didn't turn pro. They just went Olympics after Olympics after Olympics. So they were like pros, you know, fighting three rounds. I, I, got I was a, like, we stand amateur. I won the Olympics. Who would beat me in amateur? Okay. I got a question for you. Ray Leonard said that one of the, uh, one of the Olympic coaches, 84, sexually abused him. Was it Pat Nappy? He said from 84? He said that. No, from, from 80. From 80. He said one of the, and he mentioned that Nappy's name went around there, too. Was it Nappy? I don't know. I, I heard, well, I saw a little blurb of that in one of those ring magazines or something when yeah. Ray first started talking about that. Mm-hmm. And, and I didn't hear much after that. You want to hear something? like went right away. You know what? Here's some rake. That book didn't sell for nothing. I, I, uh, I'm telling you, man. The book just didn't go. And then he put this little, this little sexual tidbit in here, and that was sort of like, sort of, sort of be the spice of the, uh, the, 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 the controversy of the book. But that just didn't sell, man. Because you didn't, if you don't name the dude, you know what I'm saying? It's sort of like, sort of lame to say, well, somebody sort of did this to me, but I'm not telling you what he did, and I'm not telling you who it is. Anyway, let's go back to to fighting Mike Tyson. Now, you fought him once, and then you're fighting yeah. him. A, you're fighting him a second time now. And Vegas. oh yeah, so talk to me about that fight. Well, you know, both fights. Uh, see, I didn't see. I didn't know that much about boxing during that time. I had just started. Mm-hmm. You know, I only had a few fights, and and I didn't know the difference between a guy got fifty fights or five fights. That really didn't mean nothing to me because nobody never explained it to me. Mm-hmm. So it never affected me when I fought guys with a lot of fights. I just knew they had to fight. And remember, I came out of youth authority. Yeah. So when I, when I went to the Nationals in 82, I was still in youth authority. My trainer, you know, he, he, was a, he was a coach, but he was a CO, correctional officer. Yeah. He had, you know, he had uh, handcuffs, mace, a badge, and everything in his back pocket. The bottom went left, and he said, go right. He said, took me to the nearest substation and actually me back to California. Hmm. Yeah, so that's how that went. And uh, and when they were talking about Tyson, you know, I, I saw him, I said, you know, this is another guy, me. I said, every time I win, I stay, I stay out here. So I lose, I got to go back behind the wall. So I'm fighting for more than one reason. Like I say, I didn't know much about the Olympics or none of that. I knew the world, but I really couldn't sit there and, and, and just explain to you what the Olympics was all about and what it meant and what, what was the origination of the, of the Olympics. I couldn't have done all that at that time. My first Golden Glove loss was to a guy that was incarcerated, and they told him, if you beat this dude, you're getting out. And you would not, I mean, and I think his name was Herbert Washington or something. Like he jumped on, he jumped on me, man. You would not, I mean, like, whoa, he was going back and forth. I'm saying to myself, this is one motivated brother. But I, I got to ask you about a name down in Southern California because this is the, I, I'll admit, running from one guy, Henry. I ran from one guy in, in the entire amateur game, and, and that was Zach Padilla. I was just turning to Gumman. Yeah, I was coming into my open into the open status around 84 and Zach, 83, 84. And, and they wanted me to fight Zach in my second open fight. And I trained like hell and I got in shape. And I said to myself, you know, I'm just not going to do this. I mean, it just, it just common. I'm, I'm willing to admit this. Common sense told me don't fight Zach at this day and time. Cause you know, Zach threw a million punches. And even if you had a baseball bat, there was no way to get him off you. That joker was stayed on you. Zach attack. Man. I mean, I just saw Zach too last month at the uh, World Championships of San Bernardino. Wow, because I'm, I mean, I'm at the uh, Hall of Fame. Yeah, I mean, you cannot know. I'm, people don't realize it when I say this, man. But you can. I, I looked at films of him. Okay, I watched him mm-hmm. in the gym. I said to myself, 
you know, there is this, you cannot outbox this guy for three rounds. It's impossible to outbox him for three rounds because he's so in your face and he's throwing, he's maybe throwing 100 punches around, 150 punches around. I mean, this guy's throwing a lot of punches. Oh, yeah, he's, he's throwing what, 50, 180 around. Yeah, exactly. All right, so, Henry, when you, when you fought Mike Tyson in the pros, he was like 220 pounds and solid as a rock, plus he was coming off a loss, so he, he was a little, uh, little irritated, wasn't he? I think you know you come off a loss if you if you have that type of championship you know drive in you you're gonna fight harder if you have something to prove mm-hmm. you know you like you know like this loss didn't kill me it's just a loss and I'm gonna get over it you know and that's kind of your mindset when you lose so I know whatever I lost I came back storming you know just I was anxious to get back in take a little time off and you know want to want to uh, get get your name back. You know, I'm looking at I'm looking at the guys that you beat in the Olympic trials in Fort Worth, and of course that was my year as well, 1984. I didn't think I ended up right. finishing like 13 in the country. But Olean Alexander, he was a solid pro out here in L.A. James Pritchard was a solid James Pritchard was a solid pro as well. And Mike Tyson, of course, went on to become a Hall of Famer. So man, you fought some. I mean, you beat some good guys in an amateur team in '84. Guys were good back then. Oh yeah, guys were fighting. I mean, it wasn't that many. Good big guys. That's why if you had a decent heavyweight, he had a good shot at going somewhere, and uh, especially the amateurs. There wasn't that many good guys. Tyrell Biggs, like in his weight class, it was only Al Evans. Uh, what's the kid out of Michigan? Uh, he had Beach Stevenson at that time. I don't remember. Hey, hey so, 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 so anyway, Craig Payne. So, Craig Payne. Craig Payne, exactly. Out of Michigan, yeah. And you know that was pretty much it. That's some guys who just really like sparring partners. Man, Craig Payne. The last time I saw him was like three. He was like three hundred fifty pounds, wasn't he? Yeah, he's huge. Yeah. I mean, that guy needs to go to Weight Watchers, man. Holy yeah, cow! Yeah, he did like Buster Douglas did that time, just swole up. Well, you know, now Buster, now Buster's got a a cookbook out. It's called a diabetic cookbook, a barbecue cookbook, but it's all barbecue for for diabetics. I didn't know that you can hang out at Q's and be a diabetic. I wasn't of that same opinion, but he's got a book out on it. I had him on the show about about six eight months ago. He's feeling good. He's doing things with John Johnson again back in Columbus, Ohio. You know, so he's uh-huh. he's went back home, man. That that Florida thing down there where he he went up to like almost four hundred pounds and that kind of good stuff. You know, busted. Yeah, Buster. he almost died too. He almost had went to a, a diabetic coma. Exactly, Henry. I'm I'm with Buster in in uh, in Columbus. Uh, I guess about two months after he wins the title, I got a limo. Some magazine sends me out there says, you know, cruise around with with Buster for a few days and see what he does. So. We go around. So you know what Buster does the first day I'm there, besides stealing my besides stealing my limo after he drops me off. But he ate. We ate in the morning, breakfast at eight thirty. We ate again at ten thirty. We had lunch at one. We ate again at four, sort of snacking. Then we ate big at eight o'clock. He ate six meals in a day. That's how he got so big. Man, I'm telling you. And that JD McCauley, his trainer, he had a barbecue. Uh-huh. He had his own barbecue pit. So we would just go over there and get like four racks of ribs. <laughs> no, no, Henry. We weren't talking about a rib dinner. We're talking about racks. Man, that's what ten. Yeah, yeah more 10 than <laughs> more than that, man. Henry, I got to tell you, man. I love being around you. You've always been a class act throughout your entire lifetime, both in and out, that. both yeah, well, both in and out of the ring. Now running the gym down there in L.A. Um, get me that heavyweight of yours, and you and I got to spend some more time on the phone because we're getting old, man, and we we got to get right. old. We got to get old together, you and me, Henry. 
That's right. Get old gracefully. I miss you, man. All the best to you. Yeah, good, I miss you too, man. Good luck, and uh, I got your number now. We'll talk about this heavyweight. We'll talk about getting some some pub for the gym, okay? Okay. One more time. Henry Tillman Boxing. That's the gym, right? Yeah, Henry Tillman Championship Boxing Club. All the best to you, man. Thank you. Thank you. The great Henry Charles Tillman. Is his name, my heavyweight. Go ahead, sir. Prince Charles Martin is his name. All right. Heavyweight. I remember that. You know, I get a little nostalgic when you and I talk. When I go back in the days and talk with some of the OGs that, that they were on my time, it gets a little it gets a little story eyed. So anyway, Henry, before I cry, let me run. All the best. <laughs> All right, Pedro. Call me the time, man. Doing the disco dance here on Sports Byline. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. Right now, to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation you control what you watch when you watch it record your favorite shows pause and rewind live tv even skip the commercials watch local channels too at just $24.99 what are you waiting for pull out your major credit or debit card call 877-499-MY-TV that's 877-499-MY-TV cancel the cable cut costs and get more call now 877-499-MY-TV that's 877-499-MY-TV Today, more than ever, Americans need a means to protect their life savings. With a troubled economy and government spending out of control, they've been forced to promote loose money policies, which decreases the value of the dollar and promotes inflation. Birch Gold Group can help you protect your savings by rolling over all or a portion of your IRA or 401k into an IRA backed by physical gold. Take advantage of the best gold prices in years and enjoy the long-term hedge against inflation that gold provides by moving into a gold IRA from Birch Gold group the precious metal ira specialists call birch gold group today for a free consultation on how a tax-free rollover to a gold ira can offer stability protection and the peace of mind that your life savings which you've worked so hard to build is safe call 888-221-0010 and receive birch gold's free information kit which offers the best kept secrets for safeguarding your savings with gold call 888-221-0010 that's 888-221-0010 Are you struggling with addiction or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help. And your insurance may offer coverage. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-521-3214. 800-521-3214. 
I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-521-3214. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Ah, the great Peter Frampton. Not coming alive, but that's Peter Frampton. Of course, Carl Frampton in the main event today, CBS Television, 4 p.m. in the East, 1 p.m. in the West. Julio Cesar Chavez on Showtime tonight. Let's switch gears, talk UFC. Wow, big week in the UFC, man. Let's go back to last uh, Saturday night, of course, Chad Mendes failing in an attempt to grab the interim Bantamweight Championship away from Conor McGregor. McGregor, the Irishman, wins, sets up the fight with Jose Aldo. Aldo is the king at 145 until he gets beat. And the bottom line is McGregor has a big mouth. Um, of course, after that, it was a Frank Mir fight. Man, Frank Mir took on Todd Duffy. It was July the 15th. It's Wednesday night in San Diego on Fox Sports 1. Knocked him out in one round. The guy's an amazing fighter. We've had him in the studio before. Don't ever count the two-time former world heavyweight champion out. Talk about Frank Mir. Of course, Michael Bisping is uh, fighting in Glasgow, Scotland. That fight's going to take place in probably about a half hour, 45 minutes. And you can watch it on the internet. And of course, July the 25th, UFC on Fox. Dillashaw and Barreo. Renan Barreo and TJ Dillashaw. Uh, clashing in a rematch for the world of Bantamweight 135-pound championships, July 25th. Of course, that's on Fox, the Rig Network. And, of course, Ronda Rousey coming back on the 1st, August 1st, taking on Beth Correa down there in uh, Rio de Janeiro on pay-per-view, setting up the fight with Chris Cyborg Santos at 140 pounds. <clears throat> if you haven't noticed it, Ronda's been bulking up of late, and I think that's why she's bulking up in order to fight Chris Sport, Cyborg Santos. But Santos is not going to make 135, no way and no how. Don't forget... Sports Overnight America, the weekend edition, Saturday nights, 10 p.m. Pacific time. Me and my cohorts uh, do sports the world. Man, we do. We're the only live sports show at that time of night, and we kick butt straight up, 10 p.m. Pacific time tonight. Sports Byline, Sports Overnight America, the weekend edition. I want to thank my producer, the great Scott Cuddy. Until next time, keep your hands up, your chin down. Most importantly, don't forget, Ring Talk airs live Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific time on Sports Byline, and Mondays at 5 p.m. on Sirius XM Satellite Radio. Until next time, peace. Peace.